Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. 2021 is here, and the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast is back. We hope you all had a lovely holiday season. No matter what it is, you celebrate a great new year. We have turned the calendar over and are ready to ring in 2021. And what better way to do it than with a little playoff fantasy talk? That's how we're going to kick things off here on our 2021 edition of the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Michael Beller, of course, joined by Jake Seeley. Jake, Happy New Year. How you doing? <laughs> Still tired. Let's, let's get to February. I'll have my third wind at that point. I already had my second <laughs> wind, but it's it's it was a short one. <laughs> hey man, February we're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get like three days off, and then we're gonna ask you where you've got uh, Ronald Acuna and Fernando Tatis <laughs> Jr. and Mike Trout and all those guys going. So uh, I oh, hope no, you enjoy- this, it, you're gonna you have to do that show with that. There's like a show that uh, you're gonna have just you and Beller. Or you and Bill. <laughs> See, I can't even talk. You and Funston. It's just going to be you two one week in February. Heads up for everybody. That'll be everybody's favorite show. There we go. Yeah. Pro- I mean, people are already circling the date uh, for that one. And hey, Brandon Funston, not just for that one, but for this one as well. Funston, happy new year. How's everything going? Getting ready for uh, Seahawks Rams part three? Oh, God. Yes. Yes. I really <laughs> didn't want the Rams in the playoffs, but here we are. Got to beat people to get to the Super Bowl anyways, right? So, um yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to wipe the the fantasy football regular season slate clean, and and look forward to some uh, playoff fantasy action here. Does anybody want this version of the Seahawks in the playoffs, though? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Does anybody want this version of the Rams in the playoffs? Oh God! No, it was just kick them both out. Yeah, that's that was like- honestly that was the worst Week 17 game was the Seahawks game until yeah. the fourth quarter. I would say. That, oh, the uh, Rams! Car- oh, come on, Jake. We're talking about you. Just you watched. You just got done watching the Reds or the football team and Eagles game. That was by far the worst game. That second no, half that was, was maybe the worst the half of football t- no, all season. That gave sports radio something to talk about. Yeah, for at least an it gave us week. a lot. Of, it gave us plenty of fodder for a couple of days. Mm, that is People overrated. Get, that is overrated. Get all their. <laughs> You know what in a bunch on one side and then they can get on the bunch on the other side because the people have theirs in a bunch and it's just it's actually been a lot of fun. (laughs) I will say that Seahawks Rams is probably the game I'm least excited about of the six that we have coming this weekend. Maybe Saints Bears too, but uh, that's the I would say we've seen Seahawks Rams so much, (laughs) you know, like and like we could be looking at the John Wolford Rams against a non. I was going to say, are you assuming no golf? Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. But I would be just... entertained in a golf Rams versus Seahawks. That's I would be entertained. You know, that team's mostly Cam Akers. The fact that he played as much as he did, which good grief, that that was just a straight up lie. Either he didn't have a high ankle sprain right. or something, because nobody gets twenty three carries coming off a high ankle sprain. But if you have you know a fully healthy Rams, which that's all it is, it's just Jared Goff versus a fully Seahawks. I mean, divisional rivalry. Mm-hmm. You know, usually entertaining games. I'll sign up for that over the. Saints. Yeah, it's just that we've seen these teams play so much and like these versions of these teams play so much over the last few years. But uh, let's just cross our fingers. Maybe not Brandon, but you and me, Jake, we can cross <laughs> our fingers and hope for a healthy Jared Goff. So uh, make that game a little bit more. I'm never going to cross my fingers for Goff. Don't, don't ever do. <laughs> it just sounded like you were if you, were, if you I, want him in there to yeah. make this game fun and interesting. I do. I, I want him in there to be entertained, <laughs> but I, I, I will never. I don't want to root for Jared Goff. We'll put it that way. Well, that's understandable. I totally get you there. Um, we're going to talk. Playoff fantasy football, obviously fantasy football regular seasons are done and behind us, and hopefully you out there use some of our uh, advice on this show to win championships, but the fantasy season, it's not over yet. I love 
playoff fantasy football. We're going to talk about that here. We're going to go through some of the formats you can play. Uh, the three of us are going to give you some predictions on what we think are going to uh, happen in this playoff season. And then we're going to conduct a little bit of a draft in a draft and hold style playoff fantasy league. So let's jump in, guys. Let's first talk about the different sorts of playoff formats that you can do. Jake has a column up on this. It, go, it goes over playoff formats and it goes over his playoff rankings. So Jake, why don't you take it away here? Yeah. Give us uh, a little bit of insight into playoff formats. And what do you, I, I mean, I like draft and hold the best. I think there are other things you can play uh, that are fun as well, but I'm a draft and hold guy. But uh, what are you looking at when you start the season off here in the playoffs? I, th I thought you were just going to say, Jake can say, check the link and sit out for the next five <laughs> minutes while you guys talk like, because I took care of everything. And this is, oh, look, we haven't even done the draft yet. I'm already calling shenanigans because you have my rankings in here as the sheet to go off of. So yeah, of I'm course. already, this is like my buddies and my home <laughs> are bringing my auction values to my draft. But these aren't <laughs> your, you say, these aren't your uh, draft and hold values. This is like your generic uh, rankings, right? Is it, is it, is it not the second set? It's the first set? It's the first set. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, either way, I mean, there's still. Beller, Beller's no, the one who did it. Beller, you're gonna, you're gonna have to, you have to cop to no, what. This you... is the, this is the second set. Oh, it's yeah. the second yeah. set. Oh, yeah, for sure. Look how well, far yeah. down Jonathan I... Taylor is in these rankings. Yeah. Well, so Jake, I, I don't know how you are as pr prognostication, but I got my own ideas of who's gonna win games. Yeah, so. yeah, sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like draft and hold, I think. Well, I always do both, Beller. Like I do draft and hold, and I do the NFL one. Uh, the reason I like the NFL one is because what's the NFL? It, like the NFL, that's the where you're rolling team with the bonus. So you pick, you can pick anybody. It's just a giant league. We've actually done. I think it was two years ago or first year. We kind of did one with all the fans out there and let people play. I don't remember, but it's as many people as you want in a league. It's kind of similar to. For that aspect, the NCAA tournament, you can just create like a group and mm -hmm. have everybody play. But you can pick whoever the hell you want from any team, including by teams, because the rolling team bonus is the fact is if you hey, you the reason I like is because you're trying to predict the Super Bowl. Because you get bonuses if you advance your player to round two, they get two times the points they scored that week. If they make it to a third week of still being on their team, like if you switched out after week one, like if you pick Tannehill in week one, Tannehill loses, and then you switch to Patrick Mahomes. Week two, Patrick Mahomes still only gets one. He would only get bonus two in week three. So the more weeks you have him, the more your bonus goes up. So you could actually say, I'll take Patrick Mahomes, get the zero, because I'm going to get two times Mahomes, three times Mahomes, and four times Mahomes in the championship game in the Super Bowl because you can't change your lineup once the championship game round hits, so you don't get the change for the Super Bowl. So that's why I like that format is because it's on you to try and predict how the playoffs are going to fall out. And so, you know, that's you have to do the same thing with the draft and hold. Right. You're trying to obviously get that as well. But where the draft and hold, you're subject to the rest of your draft and you can't pick whoever the hell you want. That's kind of why I like – but that's why I do both. Uh, right. But I also do, NF, you know, NFL DFS too, so there's no question about that. I mean, you can do any of them you want. Here. I do – I'll say this. The one I don't like at all is the one and done. Mm -hmm. I don't like the, you know, well, I use Josh Allen this week, so I can't use him ever again. Like that – I don't like that one. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm a big fan of uh, draft and hold. So draft and hold is the same thing that Jake's laying out with uh, with the rolling over and the bonuses. Uh, you still want to be able to predict things correctly. Uh, you want to uh, get guys who are going to play two games, three games, maybe four games for the team that's going to play this week and advance all the way to the Super Bowl, and you just accumulate points uh, as those guys are still playing. So long as they're playing in uh, the playoffs, their points are scoring for you. Brandon, you a playoff fantasy guy? I, I am. I like the I like the draft and hold, and typically it's like I'll get 
a a six uh, team league and do mm-hmm. the you know we just you do team quarterback team team kicker sorry Jake uh, <laughs> team defense and then you get like you know two 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 basically you're drafting out the starters for every team that's out there in the playoffs this year it's seven teams so I guess you could do seven people in a league and you know we're just playing total points anyway so it doesn't really matter but you can you can adjust for that this year. Yeah, it should be said, too, for those of you who might be new to playoff fantasy, this is not head-to-head. You're just accumulating points, and whoever has the most points at the end of this win. So we're going to give you an illustration at the end of the show, or probably for basically the second half of the show, of uh, what a draft might look like. Three of us are going to draft two teams each, so we fill out a six-team league. We're going to go one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one tight end, and two flexes. I'm actually in the middle of one of these right now uh, with my friends. We do it a little bit differently also, but the the, the structure – is basically the same, and six teams really does feel like a good number. I think even with the seventh team on both sides of the bracket this year, I still think you want to keep it to six, and we'll see how it plays out. We did keep ours to six, me and my friends, and we'll see how this ends up playing out. But I think that you know, pushing it to a seventh, who wants to roster Mitch Trubisky, let's be honest? <laughs> I mean, who wants to do that? No one wants. I mean, the, the Bears. I don't even, I don't I don't even think the Bears want to do that. But I am very, you guys, as you guys know, I am very worried about the Bears wanting to do that after this magical <laughs> dream run he went on against Houston and Jacksonville and Detroit. So uh, I'm a little worried about that going into the offseason. But yeah, I, I still think you want to keep it to six. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, guys, let's get into some playoff predictions. How about that? Let's, I mean, that's really the foundation of everything you do in a fantasy uh, playoff league is predicting, prognosticating, figuring out how things are going to go. Because in real fantasy, there's no way you would rather have Zach Moss over Jonathan Taylor. But in playoff fantasy, would you rather get three games out of Zach Moss over one of Jonathan Taylor. If you think the Bills are, for example, going to the AFC Championship game and then losing to the Chiefs, you're getting three games of Zach Moss, and that only means one game of Jonathan Taylor because that means the Bills beat the Colts in the first round. So that is where this all has to start. Figure out how you think this playoffs is going to play out, and then you can make your rankings. So, Jake, we will let you take this first. Give us your playoff bracket. So, am I doing the entire thing, or what? What am I giving you? The first round? I mean, I don't think. How do you want to do this? Yeah, you know That's what? My question. I think that. Uh, yeah, let, you know, let let's go. Uh, let's go first round. Let's uh, let's just walk through the first round here. All right. So first round, I have the Bills winning, the Steelers winning, the Ravens winning, in the AFC side, and then so the Ravens are technically the technically the only upset. And then Saints, Seahawks, and Buccaneers with the Buccaneers super, super, super technically being the only upset on the flip side for the lower seeds, obviously, not for the favorites. So, yeah, Bills, Steelers, Ravens, and Saints, Seahawks, Buccaneers is that what I have for the wild card round. All right, Bills, Steelers, Ravens, Saints, Seahawks, Buccaneers for Jake. What do you got here, Brandon, first round? Uh, actually, I think I have it exactly the same. Uh, I'm looking to see, yeah. yeah. I, will, I will say that I think uh, – Tampa is going to win, but I think that's going to be the ugliest game. I don't think 
Buccaneers are going to feel good about the way they win, but they will they will get by because Washington can't score. Yeah, I think that the, that's uh, that's really the the key for uh, for that game is that Washington is just going to have a lot of trouble, and I think we're seeing Tampa's offense kick into a gear where they're going to be able to handle everything that Washington's defense can throw at them. I'm going to yeah, make I actually so- think they cover the seven. They've actually been moving up to eight early in the the money is headed. Yeah, that you direction like you like right Tampa now. to cover. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you too. I mean, I understand the argument for Washington, but. But the way that offense has finally kicked into gear, I mean, I guess we'll have to see what happens with Mike Evans, right? And if he's able to go, that obviously right. Yeah, things. that that plays a little bit of a part. But they're already talking about the rotation at quarterback for Washington likely happening this <laughs> week. And you know, I've been one of the biggest proponents of the Washington football team this entire year, especially their defense. And I still think they cover the seven. If this gets up to eight and a half, then I'll probably come back to Washington. Yeah. Um. All right, so you guys have the same uh, six winners this week. I'm actually looking at one difference. I'm with you guys on Buffalo. I I want to be on Cleveland. I'm not sure it's going to happen though. I mean, I just I'm, especially now that Kevin Stefanski isn't going to be out there, and yeah, you know, it's hard to quantify what a difference that's going to make. But he's he's not going to be there. He's not going to be he's not going to be on the field. He's not going to be on the sidelines. I mean, he can't be at the stadium, right, as far as uh, my understanding of this goes, now that he's tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, I mean, he's the play caller. So now the play calling duties fall to Alex Van Pelt, the offensive coordinator. I think that really throws a wrench into things for for Cleveland. And if this didn't happen, I think I probably would have picked the Browns. But I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I'm with you guys in the NFC, New Orleans, Seattle, Tampa. The one place I'm going to go different, I, I like the Titans. I think that they can get by Baltimore. I think that their defense is eventually going to be uh, the chickens that come home to roost and knock them out of the playoffs at some point, but I don't think it's happening in this first round. I think that I think that's going to be the most entertaining game. I think most people believe that as well, and I like the Titans to uh, pull off a, an upset at home uh, against the Ravens. So that changes things a little for me and how I am valuing the Titans and Ravens. That was the most concerned about. Yeah, right? I, I, mean, I, I, I agree. Great. I think that's the biggest toss-up. Yeah. I actually so right now I even put this in there. Right now they're at three and a half, the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And if I was forced to bet, I'd probably still take like I think they could win by five or six. I would feel a lot better if the line was two and a half. Oh, like sure. I just yeah. it's just it's I keep going back and forth on that one. That's the one I would I would just avoid betting altogether on that game. But yeah, I, I could see the Titans winning and it wouldn't shock me. I'm somewhat rooting for the Ravens just because I enjoy them for some reason. I don't know why I enjoy them more than the Titans, but yeah, that's the one I'm, I'm most concerned about. By the way, for all the FaceTime and Zooms and everything, like you telling me Stefanski can't get on like Zoom? Like <laughs> the NFL won't let him do that? Like somebody <laughs> holds a tablet and he can't like Zoom for the field? The Steelers would just like totally um, uh, sabotage their own stadium Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> so Stefanski can't <laughs> zoom in with uh, with Alex Van Pelt uh, for that one. Um, you know, what, what could be fun, too, as we talk this through, I mean, if you look at this, you've got a potential final eight quarterbacks of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, okay, whatever, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and Tom Brady. That's, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not combing through every single uh, final eight playoff teams that we've had in NFL history, but that's a, a pretty fun octet of quarterbacks if that's what it ends up being uh, in the uh, divisional round going forward in the playoffs. Uh, let's take this forward, guys, from the divisional round into the conference championship games. Jake, take it away first. Who you got playing for the Super Bowl? Uh, well, Super Bowl. You're ju- you want me to go all ahead? You're jumping around here. No, no, no. Who you got? So, go, you know, playing for who's going to win the divisional round and be playing and, for a berth in the Super Bowl. 
Well, we got the championship round too. This was oh playing for. The, so yeah, you wanted to do two rounds. I was just clarifying. No, no, I just making sure for a berth in the Super Bowl. Yeah. If they win well, in the divisional I'm, round, they advance, and then they will be playing for a berth in the Super right. Bowl. Is what I'm saying. So just give me two. You yeah, know, so, just just the divisional round winners. <laughs> Okay, that's what I was trying to clarify. I didn't know if you want me to for both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the one, the good thing for this is that your game doesn't change. The Titans or Ravens right. are going right. to the Chiefs, so that's good for us. Uh, Chiefs win. Bills. Uh, I don't think the Steel. I, I don't think anybody's stopping the Bills until the Chiefs. Hint, hint. So there you go. Jump ahead <laughs> for that one. Uh, Buccaneers. I think lose in Green Bay. And I think the Seahawks lose in the Saints. It's all chalk. It's the ones and the twos. I know that's not a lot of fun, but. I will say as a sidebar to this, this entire season, as we draw close to the end and now that we're in the playoffs, just felt like there was such an upper cross tier, almost like college football, where we knew there was three teams, not including Notre Dame, that really deserved like playoffs and it was just like everybody else. It just feels like there was four teams that were head and shoulders above everybody else. And it's the ones and the twos. Just seeing this too, before you make your picks here, Brandon, uh, Joel Batonio, left guard for the the, uh, Browns, has tested positive for COVID-19. So he's not going to be out there. Mm. Daryl yeah, Hodge. I said two players. So yep, it's Daryl Hodge is the second. Um, but Betonio, a huge loss for the Browns. Uh, this is uh, this is stacking up against the Browns, uh, which uh, feels very uh, unfair for uh, this <laughs> uh, for this team being in the playoffs for the first time in almost two decades. And I don't know if uh, everyone heard, but uh, my wife is from Cleveland and uh, made a, made the, sort of a sad noise uh, when I said that. So uh, if you heard anything <laughs> in the background, that's what that was. Uh, Funston, give us your picks. Who do we got advancing to the championship games? Same as Jake, but of course I'm taking the Seahawks over the Saints. So um, <laughs> look at the, the Seahawks have ha- actually had a very good history of, of playing well against the Saints. And the Saints, you know, they lost two or three coming into the playoffs, so they're not exactly a uh, – you know they got some things going on at quarterback that you know could bite them could bite them ultimately just in we'll see i mean i just don't feel like the saints have been a whole team in in a while and um so yeah i think seattle can can knock them off same as jake right. moving this moving the seahawks ahead of the saints though so you've got three of the four same and i'm going to make this pretty boring guys i've got the same uh, across the board as jake does ones and twos in both conferences chiefs but bills Packers Saints I think you hit the nail on the head Jake I think we have as muddled as things were especially in the AFC even just three four weeks ago I think we started to see a group of teams separate and it's the Chiefs the Bills the Packers and the Saints and I don't think it's just because they're the top two in both conferences I think they have neatly moved ahead as not only the two best in their respective conferences but the four best in the NFL. I think there's a dividing line. I think, you know, it's funny, even though I'm picking Tennessee to beat Baltimore, I think Baltimore's the most dangerous team to mess up this top four happening because I of think, the, I think the Titans could too. I'm with you on the Titans. Yeah, I, I was going to say, advances, I, yeah. I was, as crazy as this might sound, I think the Bills are actually fortunate they don't have the number one seed because I think the Ravens and Titans are bigger threats to them than the Steelers are. Oh, I agree completely. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with that, and I think you can make the same argument for the Packers, or for the. I think you can make the reverse argument for the Packers. I think the Packers, if they could, assuming that the Bears don't somehow beat the Saints, I think the Packers would rather play the Seahawks Rams winner than the uh, Buccaneers. So I think, uh, yeah. like, no matter what, and so I think you've got the the Packers probably cheering very hard for the Rams, even though they would never admit <laughs> it, because I think they would much rather play the Rams than have to get the Buccaneers. I think they'd rather play uh, the Seahawks than I'm they have sure. to get the Buccaneers. Sure. 
I don't know. Well, Seahawks, Buccaneers. I don't know. Guys, I, think I, I don't think I, I think Tampa Bay is not scary at all. I, I, look at if if you can get pressure on Brady and Washington and Green Bay can. I think I think Tampa Bay will fold easily. I, I don't I don't worry about well, that's them what I was at gonna all. Say. I trust Russell Wilson in Green Bay more than I trust Tom Brady in Green Bay in January. All right, all yeah. right, fair enough. We've definitely seen that work to uh, Seattle's benefit with. A little bit of help from Brandon Bostic in the past, uh, for <laughs> sure. Uh, with uh, those two now, teams, now comes the, now comes everybody like oh, Tom Brady played all those games in New England. Had <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's just whatever. Continue. I'm just uh, all right. It. So so looking at this going into Championship Week, we both are all we all three have the Bills and Saints getting at least three games. So that gives you an idea of where we're going to be going in this draft. Uh, even if you take the one seeds to make the Super Bowl, they're playing a max of three games. We all like the Bills and the – I'm sorry, Brandon does it, but me and Jake like the Bills and the Saints to play three. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> likes the Bills to get three and the Seahawks to get three. So just think about that as you so are Brandon's putting together the your draft <laughs> rankings. Yeah, exactly. I think we're going to see a Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett team out of one of Funston's two. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's get to these championship games and just take us all the way forward through the Super Bowl. So, Jake, who you got facing off in the Super Bowl, and who is your Super Bowl champion? Yeah, I finally have my second quote-unquote upset. Uh, I'm going to take <laughs> – I just said I, – I, I, this is my heart. If I put money on the line, I don't believe this happens. This is my heart. Let me make that clear to everybody. Sure. Because I, the same reason I, Drew Brees going to the Green Bay, I have hesitancies. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Drew, Drew Brees outdoors, Drew Brees in the cold outdoors, Drew Brees in Green Bay. But I still think the Saints are the more complete team. I think they have the more complete defense where you know they are vulnerable in the secondary, but as a whole, they play better than the Packers, who you can just run on, run on, run on, run on, run on. And Jair Alexander is the only thing that they have. So if you look at it, what can the Saints do? Assuming Kamara is there, I mean, by this point, he would be, but Kamara, Latavius Murray, Taysom Hill, yes, I'm including mm -hmm. him. Sure. Like, I just, I will give the Saints the team and then the Chiefs. I, honestly, I don't think anybody's stopping the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to go back to back. So my heart says Saints, Chiefs. I don't want to bet the Saints Packers at all. Uh, and then the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, obviously. I, it would be honestly a shock to me if the Chiefs don't win. I just, whether they were in the NFC or AFC, I think it's clear that they're the best team, hands down, and it's not even a question. All right, Brandon, we've got one. KC over New Orleans. What do you get? Yep, so KC, Buffalo, I am taking uh, – well, first of all, let me go. Uh, Green Bay and New Orleans, I'm going to take Green Bay. Um, KC and Buffalo, I am taking Buffalo. And I'm, Well, you didn't have Green Bay, New Orleans. Yeah, you, you had Green Bay. Oh, Seattle. I mean Seattle. I, I'm taking Green Bay. Either way, Green Bay is moving on. <laughs> Green Bay is chalk. They're moving on to the Super Bowl. They will be facing Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And I think what? Josh Allen and the Wow. It's not, it's not crazy. I think the Buffalo Bills right now are the best team in the NFL. If you look at the Chiefs, they haven't they haven't won a game by more than one score since week eight. I mean, they mm -hmm. even all their wins have been close. They, I mean, I I see more flaws right now with the Chiefs than I do with the Bills. I think the Bills are the absolute best team in football at this moment in time. So you're taking Buffalo over Green Bay in the Super Bowl. I am. Wow. Ooh, okay. Buffalo. So all Brandon's teams. Buffalo. I mean, we're gonna have people to pick from. <laughs> it's just gonna be you <laughs> and me because all his teams are gonna be Bills and Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well. <laughs> And by we the way, of, how fair is this that we're like tipping our hands before the draft? This is uh, <laughs> it's great. It's great. This is an exercise, Brandon. We're you know we're just we're, just we're not playing this out. Okay. Here. All right. Um, and you know what's fun is that we're going to have three different Super Bowl champions. Uh, I am taking out of the AFC. I think this is going to be 
I am su- I'm, uh, if we're right about this, I am super pumped for what this championship weekend is going to be. If these are the games that we get, and then whatever the resulting Super Bowl matchup is, even if I end up being wrong about both teams, uh, we're going to be in good hands if the Final Four is Casey, Buffalo, Green Bay, New Orleans, sorry, Brandon, no matter what happens in those games and in the Super Bowl. In the AFC, I am going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I just, I don't want to, I really want to bet on the Bills, but I'm with Jake here. I just feel like Getting right this week is going to really help them. Getting this week off and going back to the drawing board and uh, having Andy Reid as this very experienced coach is going to be ultimately the biggest tiebreaker between them and the Bills. Love the Bills. Love Josh Allen. Love what they've done this season. And I think that while they make it to the Super Bowl for the second year in a row, they do not repeat because they go down to the Green Bay Packers. I think that, I mean, with everything we've seen from them, I just don't see that offense being stopped. Uh, With the way Aaron Rodgers is playing, Devontae Adams, totally uncoverable. Aaron Jones, uh, the way that he has gotten going. The David Bakhtiari loss does concern me, uh, but every team's dealing with something like that at this stage of the game. So I will take the Packers over the Chiefs in the (laughs) Super Bowl. And so we are all a little bit different here. Casey over New Orleans for Jake. Buffalo over Green Bay for Brandon. Green Bay over KC for me. And that is how we go into our playoff fantasy draft. All right, guys. So here we go. Draft time is upon us. This is going to be fun. Again, this is an exercise. Although maybe we should talk backstage and figure out a little something to uh, to put on this to uh, make it a little bit more <laughs> interesting for us. Uh, as I said, we're all going to draft two teams. I... Just uh, shuffled them up and uh, used a random list generator to give us a random draft order, and it worked out uh, in a fun way. Uh, We've got Brandon making the first pick, followed by Jake making the second. I've got three and four. Then we've got Jake again, five, and Brandon again at six. So uh, Brandon lives on the turns. I'm right in the middle. And then we've got Jake at two and five. So without further ado, oh, wait, actually, let's uh, run this down one more time. One quarterback, one running back. One wide receiver, one tight end, and two flexes. No kicker, no defense, nothing like that. We're just going to take six uh, six players, six rounds. And actually, let's address this, guys. Uh, Brandon, you said team quarterback, right? Uh, Yeah. So how do you – in plenty of years, that is a totally fine thing to do. But what do you do with – is Taysom Hill, like, not draftable now? Is he ineligible to be drafted just in case Drew Brees gets hurt and he has to end up starting again? Are you saying is it fair to to call New Orleans team quarterback or or is Taysom Hill? No, I'm saying like 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 literally. What if Drew Brees gets hurt, but someone has drafted Taysom Hill for his non quarterback stats, but then Taysom Hill ends up being the Saints quarterback? I think I think you're gonna have to if you're if you have the ability to have some kind of a meeting of the minds on how you want to deal with that. But if it was me, I would say you know what, guys, we're calling Taysom Hill a quarterback. We're calling New Orleans a team quarterback, and that's a kind of a bonus. So you, you factor that into New Orleans team quarterback situation. Where are you guys? So then Taysom Hill is not eligible to be drafted individually. He's and, just part of New Orleans team quarterback. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's do it like that. Let's do it like that. So no Taysom Hill. He's part of New Orleans team quarterback. Let's do it. Brandon, who's the first pick? I'll fill these. We've got a sheet. I'll fill them in. You listening out there, I'll drop a link into it. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys, if you fill them in, fill them in. If you don't, I've got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Unlike a regular season-long draft, quarterbacks have a lot more value here. Um, so yes, I'm going to take my Super Bowl champion. Uh, Josh Allen, the leader of the Buffalo Bills, will be my number one pick. Beautiful. Josh Allen. First off the board here, Jake. Who you got with your first pick for Team Jake 1? 
Uh, it really comes down to you, you're going to take the person I don't take. Um, I'd rather have the third <laughs> pick. Well, because here's what it is. <laughs> no, I'm just going to tell everybody out there. I, I, I don't care because it's not like Beller doesn't know anything. It's not like he's yeah. not smart. So if we knew, like we're doing this Tuesday. If we yes. knew Kamara was going to be back for round one, I have the Saints in the Super Bowl. Kamara will be a no question, immediate, needs to be there, done. The problem is, what if it's week one and now you're down to three games? So now you're down to three games of Kamara versus everything else, which becomes a relative position situation. And what if, you know, if you tell me of my confidence picks, you know, I could see the Saints getting upset in the second round. Like, I, I you know, so I'm going to do what I kept telling a lot of people I would do even with the first pick. It's such an enormous gap to everybody else, even with the buy. I'm taking Travis Kelsey. Ooh, Travis Kelsey. I like it. It's that just good. Wow. I, 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 totally, I, see, I totally get it. I did not yeah. see that coming. No, I did not see the, that coming. The gap for everybody, even Jared Cook playing four games. If Jared Cook makes the Super Bowl, he still doesn't even inch close to Kelsey on three games, and that's what it comes down to. Now, if people disagree and have the Bravens in the Super Bowl, obviously Mark Andrews could be in this conversation or something, or Rob Gronkowski in the mm-hmm. Buccaneers, but it's just such an enormous leg up on everybody else that I'm gonna I'll, I'll take Kelsey. Are you gonna Let me Are you gonna carry that over really to cool. next year's first round? And say Travis Kelsey <laughs> I still, is first round. I still round won't do ball. it in the first round. I was actually, you know what? Can I sidebar here <laughs> Would real you do quick? Do it with Beller? the 13th pick? Yeah, yeah. Sidebar. We've got time. We're only like well, no, no, because you and I. This. this is. I, I do want to ask this. You and I are on the same page, actually. Brandon's the only person. No, with Salfino. I, I'm kind of curious. You were the you and Salfino, Funsta, were the only people that didn't put Kittle on the Kelsey tier for next year, and I was shocked by that. I just reason why it, it's because uh, he he misses games. He's more injury prone, um, and I, I it's I feel like Kelsey has been so just much a machine. It's more about Kelsey kind of elevating himself into an upper tier, and like if 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 Kelsey hadn't just put up this career year monster year and he keeps getting bad, I, I think I would have had Kittle, Waller, and Kelsey all together. It's kind of about it's kind of about Waller moving up into the top tier and Kelsey just giving himself a little bit of a cushion between those two after this year, in my mind. You have no concerns about Kelsey turns thirty two next October. Like I, I, I mean, how many people are going to go and look at this draft and not take Travis Kelsey number one? If if you're talking about a tier, but everybody in the world is taking the same guy number one, then in my mind, that is a That's tier fair. unto himself. That's fair. I still think they're. I mean, I guess what it comes down to also for me is that I just wouldn't take. I'm, I'm going to have zero Travis Kelsey next year. Well, and that's what it comes yep. down it's, to for me. It's is, more a, for me. It's more a devaluing of tight end as a whole rather than thinking that these guys are necessarily neck and neck. No, so I, I actually understand what Brandon's saying about is everybody else. If everybody is saying the consensus number one, like let's say this year, which is ev- true, everybody was. Well, I don't want to say ninety percent of the community was CMC is the number one pick. He was almost arguably a tier to himself. Uh, so I right. get I get your point, Funston. But where I would counter with is, you know, what you ha- it's not the number one pick. It's at the end of the first round. So if I can get Kittle, who, in my opinion, is the exact same tight end, and I'm not going to try to predict injuries, which you're not wrong to say. And if you want to go that route, I'm not saying you're wrong to say it. I'm just saying that's why, for me, they're on the same tier is because I will, if I think about it, in the middle of the second round and Kittle's still there, I might go for Kittle. 
but I'm not going to go for Kelsey in the first but round. But now I might, and in that draft that we did, like I got Darren Waller in the beginning of the fourth round, and I'm like, I don't know that Darren Waller doesn't deserve to just go right in the same, you know, if Kittle goes, Waller needs to go. I, I feel like that he's raised his game so much now that he's in that discussion. Yeah. I think that's uh, it's fair. It's it's going to be a fun debate to have in the summer of 2021 for so, sure. Anyway, I've got a I've picks. got a question I wanted to bring up, but I'm gonna we're we're getting bogged down. We've made two <laughs> picks in like six minutes, so I'm gonna save that question for a little bit later and make my first pick. Josh Allen will be my first overall pick, even though I have the Bills going down to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I still think that Josh Allen is a very safe three games with a real chance for four games. So Josh Allen will be my first pick, and then my second pick. Aaron Rodgers, so I will make him the so first pick on Beller 1. We are going Aaron Rodgers. Even though uh, he has to beat a very good Saints team, I think, to get that third game, again, I love the way that he has played this year and the Green Bay offense is playing, so I will take Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to be looking to uh, add some Packers to that squad. But, uh, oh, I get back-to-back. I totally forgot yeah, that's what about I said. That You're going to about to go quarterback, uh, quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Jake Beller 2 is going to take Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and as Brandon said, quarterbacks way more valuable in this sort of style than they are in regular season-long fantasy football. That's why you see three of the first four picks being quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes coming off the board to Beller two, well, Jake two. I think you just made it, you made it easy for me because I wanted to take him at number two, and I couldn't make a decision. So Funston gets Russell Wilson at the turn because I'm taking Alvin Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Alvin Kamara, definite possibility for four games so long as he can uh, get back on the field for the Saints this week. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. This is fun. So you got Kamara out. I'm going to go. All right. I'm going to, for this team, we're going to go. Um, Russell Wilson. DJ. Yeah. We're going to go. No, we're not actually. I'm gonna, <laughs> let him make his own picks, yeah, Jake. I think I'm <laughs> just going to go. I'm going to go some fun chalk here. I'm going to go Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams. Uh, combo yeah and then i'll just <laughs> since we only have one wide receiver one of them will move to a flex spot there yep you got it you, <laughs> you just wanted to snipe feller is that what and that was no funston too is is you know is the other it's the jekyll and hyde thing here one of them believes <laughs> that the bills are going to win at the all the other one's a little bit more chalky all right <laughs> uh, all right well we move on to uh jake too and we start to see some paths that are becoming available to people. Uh, Jake, make your second pick, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna fire that question out to you guys. Yeah. So as you can see, is your path? What is what I'm assuming you're alluding to is if I'm going to go with this. This is a strategy situation. So this team started with Alvin Kamara. Uh, this team thinks exactly. the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. So why not double down and put Michael Thomas on this team, who is an enormous risk, but the again, this is a strategy situation. If I do really have four games for this team you you can this is where stacking becomes important you don't stack in seasonal you stack in dfs and you stack in playoff formats let me ask you this then since uh you you addressed part of the question why are you going michael thomas and not drew Brees? Uh, just because i have a different opinion on quarterbacks once like if it's really down to that i think it's easier to come up with that value and you've already taken two and he's already taken one so i know who i'm drafting against if you guys want to okay. screw me, take Fair the enough. second quarterback, go right ahead. But you can't play him, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good point. That would be kind of, that would be kind of strange, I suppose. Um, all right, we get back to uh, Beller two. Beller two started with Patrick Mahomes. Beller two obviously would love to have been able to add 
Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, but that is not available. <laughs> Travis Kelsey went before Patrick Mahomes. So now you're looking at what do you think? Do I want to double down on a chief? Obviously, the only answer there is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Do I want to look over into the NFC and maybe find a player who I think can be playing in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes and get that number of games? That is also possible, but... Aaron Jones, the way he splits with Jamal Williams, and we even saw A.J. Dillon get into that Week 17 game against the Bears and the very real possibility that the Packers don't make the Super Bowl. Maybe that's a little bit concerning. So I am going to actually take Stephon Diggs and put him onto the team with Patrick Mahomes because I think that you're for sure getting the combined six games out of those two guys because I think we get three from the Bills and at least two out of the Chiefs and maybe you're getting that extra one. So I like uh, Stephon Diggs to be a pair <laughs> with Patrick Mahomes even though was that a little they, bit of revenge? Uh, not play against each other in the Super Bowl. What's up? I said, was that a little yeah, bit of revenge? Yeah, that was total revenge. Yeah, he didn't, <laughs> no, he didn't no, state it, but he, he felt it the whole time he was talking. <laughs> you know what's funny Take is that, that you look Funston. at this thing. You know, you, well, you could look at this and be like, "Am I? Are you play? Are you are you saving guys for one team yeah, and not making the other Aaron team Jones? take them?" <laughs> right? And, and, but I swear, this is we're we're playing this by the book, people. I promise you out there, we're not doing that. We want you to be able to look at this and use it for your playoff fantasy drafts. And that is, I, I just I like locking. Like I know I am getting six games between my first two picks, and I'm getting six superstar games between Patrick Mahomes and Stephon Diggs. That's why I ultimately go with Diggs over Aaron Jones. Now. Beller one who has Aaron Rodgers is very happy to see Aaron Jones still available. So even though this means no game for either of the first two picks in uh, the wildcard round, I'm going to put Aaron Jones on this team with Aaron Rodgers and just bank on us getting a Packers Super Bowl uh, appearance. So Aaron Jones joins Aaron Rodgers and we move on to Jake one. And Clyde Edwards Alaire joins Travis Kelsey. Very simple. <laughs> oh, and I, th- I feel like Everything just went out like now we're in now we're in the wild west at this point. We're out in the middle of <laughs> we're in no man's land at this point, it looks like. So Clyde Edwards Alaire was the last kind of chalky feels good kind of pick. Um <laughs> So what am I gonna do at the turn here with two of these randos? Let's go uh let's see. One and done. One and I mean well now done. here's here's the question, Funston, uh, since you since let me bring this up, since this is something you're thinking about. Derrick Henry is sitting out there. Yeah. You can't take Lamar Jackson on this team, but Lamar Jackson is sitting out there. We have some big-time superstar players who might only play one game. At what point do you decide, you know what, Derrick Henry and the Titans might lose to the Ravens, but Derrick Henry might run for 150 yards and two touchdowns in that game. So even though I could only get one game out of him, I'm happy to have him. When does that thinking start to creep into your mind? Right now. Um, <laughs> I, think it, I think it does right now because you right – you know, if 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 Derrick Henry goes for one seventy five and two to three touchdowns, and that takes care of a couple games right there, um, and and now we're at the point where almost every one of these picks is a, is a gamble. Uh, you know, um, I I think Seattle's going to win. They're going to play three games, but could they lose to the Rams if Jared Goff plays? Hell yeah, they could. So um, I think at this point, I will. I you know what? I am going to take Derrick Henry right now as one of my picks. I will I will roll with that, and. Oh man, um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna give me. And here's one thing that honestly, I'm okay doing at this point is I want to get, um, I want to get a get guaranteed two games. So I am gonna go 
J.K. Dobbins with the other pick. Okay. So you're getting, you know, you're getting at least three games between those two guys. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I really want to go with my Seahawks, but I, you know, I I think there is, again, I'm not even sure they'll make it out of the first round. Yeah. And now you've got two guys who, you know, one of them's going down the first week, but you're getting three games out of two very good running backs for sure in Derrick Henry and J.K. Dobbins. And then you also, as we've said, right, we all said, like, we could see the t- if someone's going to throw a wrench into the final, f- the, the one and two seeds being the final four, we've all said that we think Titans Ravens winner is maybe the most dangerous team. Brandon obviously thinks the Seahawks are right there too, but still, Titans Ravens winner is going to be dangerous to whichever team they play uh, in the second round. So maybe you have that possibility. And Jake, as you make your pick, the first question that came to mind when you took Travis Kelsey, you said that you know there's a chance there's a chance that uh, he that I'm wrong and they lose. Like how how much do you have to think about your predictions being wrong in this? Like even though you know there's a chance that you're not going to be right in terms of what you think is going to happen in the playoffs, like don't you sort of have to commit to believing in your pre-playoff picks and just rolling with that as much as you can? It's part of the strategy, and there's something I'm going to bring up later, just not going to bring it up right now because it plays into something later. I was saving that. You jumped ahead. Okay. You were predicting something <laughs> from later on. but Okay, you for, can feel free to save it. For, Give us your third-round pick for Jake One. Right now, if my Super Bowl is going to happen, I already have the Chiefs side of it, so let's bring in Drew Brees into the Saints side of it and get my quarterback of a, of a nice trio to start with this, in my opinion. Yeah. We're calling it Team yeah, New Orleans yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be in uh, very good shape if uh, if that ends up being the Super Bowl, starting off with Kelsey, Edwards, Hilaire, and Breeze slash team quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I'm going to put it Taysom in. Taysom Hill's a big, big factor there. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. But we're thinking of it as, as like, Taysom, like, let's say Drew Breeze is the guy, right? As Drew Breeze is healthy throughout the playoffs. Like, a Taysom Hill direct snap does not count towards Saints team no. quarterback, well, right? Well, it, it depends. If you play on team quarterbacks, it actually does and if it's team quarterback if you play that kind of team quarterback you can make a case that Drew Brees is the best pick period even if only plays three games so because a lot of people ask this they say they play in a seasonal team quarterback does that make Drew Brees top five it's like yes it makes the Saints quarterback top five every single week see I think that for as long as we're doing this that that should that say that that, that Taysom Hill only counts as a Saints quarterback when he's literally that like when he was starting for the Saints those three games in you know November December, then he's a quarterback. When he's taking direct snaps, for our purposes here, he's not a quarterback. Well, so then you then it gets into the weird gray area where if he takes a direct snap and looks to pass and then runs, you're gonna have to try to figure out that's, how to separate yeah, those numbers just, out. I would just you could do it either way. I would just roll it out as team quarterback, as team quarterback, as team quarterback. Yeah, I would too. Sean Payton has really just turned these things into a nightmare. No, but that's what makes Let's it move f- on as a layer. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. We're, running, we're you're the one who's talking about time. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, let's uh, let's just. Uh, oh yeah, geez. Okay, um, let's uh, let's roll. Let's roll through uh, these uh, these next couple of rounds here. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. Let's see who's the next best guy. I mean, I would love to. I would love to run this back with an AFC player, but uh, I'm just not seeing one who is super obvious to me. So even though. Uh, this could be someone who runs into some trouble with uh, the pack with the Packers. I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders for this team. 
And then Beller 2 has started off with a couple of AFC guys in Mahomes and Diggs. And we will look over into the... Hmm. This team's going to go Chris Godwin with its third pick. Mike Evans' uh, injury puts it over the top for Chris Godwin. All so right. And Jake 2 is up. When you were getting ahead to something I was talking about, this, this is one of those situations. I have Kamara and Thomas. Well, Breeze is already gone, so that situation is. And if I'm wrong... Who do the the Saints face? Russell Wilson. If Russell Wilson goes, then I've covered myself and I've made up for it. If he's knocked out early, you can address that later because you guys are going to be drafting more than six rounds, and then I could draft, you know, Tannehill or Roethlisberger or somebody on the other side. But that's where that would come into play. So I can't get Breeze. Lamar Jackson doesn't help me because if he gets knocked out, it doesn't offset who I've picked. If mm-hmm. Drew Brees and the Saints get knocked out. It offsets by Russell Wilson. So uh, Russell Wilson, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. There you go. Fun uh, yeah, that's annoying. That was my pick there. But you know what? <laughs> uh, I'll just take Lamar Jackson at the very end for the team that I need, um, I guess, since you guys all have quarterbacks. I'm not taking Lamar Jackson right now, yeah. though, Biller. That's That would be uh, – But I'm going to – My bad. <laughs> yeah, I am going to take um, – I will take – for this team, which has Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, give me Chris Carson, and I will go Robert Tunyon. 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 There you go. Combining him with Devontae Adams, this is a little bit of a Packers lean team. <laughs> there you go. All right. Back to uh, Jake, too. So I need tight end and flexes uh nothing excites me at tight end so i'm gonna go with (laughs) one that i'm surprised that brandon hasn't taken yet and since i just took russell wilson to offset that dk metcalf on this team and slap him over (laughs) you're the one who's been saying it jake dk metcalf hasn't had a good game in ages it hasn't been four weeks i know that yeah but before (laughs) those four weeks he had two bad games all year but i'm gonna take the upside at this point and it goes back to what i said i'm offsetting now I've got myself covered. And again, you're going to be drafting deeper, so it's not like I'm only getting one outcome of these games. But if you know I covered myself early with some studs here, if the Seahawks upset and go three rounds, that's a hell of a start with Wilson and Metcalf. If the Saints go even three and not the Super Bowl, Kamara and Thomas, I mean, this is... I've, hey, I've I'm really rooting for I'm rooting for Jake Two team. I, if Jake Two team <laughs> wins this thing, I'm I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. All right, Beller Two still needs a running back, and that's where we're looking right now. This comes down to: Do I pair up Zach Moss with Stephon Diggs and really just turn into that, or do I pair up Ronald Jones with Chris Godwin? And you know, since this team doesn't have any Packers, you know, Beller One and Beller Two are diametrically opposed to one another. If I end up going with Ronald Jones, and that's the direction I'm going to go. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I do think that uh, the Buccaneers are going to take care of business against Washington. And while I think they're going to end up losing to Green Bay, not out of the realm of possibility that they end up pulling the upset there. So I'll take Ronald Jones and pair him up with Chris Godwin to give Beller to a couple of Buccaneers. Uh, Beller one is in need of a tight end and flex, as you said, Jake. Tight end doesn't really get me uh, too excited with anything we're seeing here. So I look. Over at uh, the, the the flex possibilities, I see that this team already has Emmanuel Sanders on it. So let's go ahead and add Latavius Murray to Beller 1. We move on to Jake 1. Yeah, I'm glad they made it this far because I could see an outcome where the Colts somehow win. And Jonathan Taylor, if I get two games just out of Jonathan Taylor, I'll take two games out of Jonathan Taylor. Especially if they're Week 17 type games. My goodness. Yeah. 
<laughs> Go Badgers. Uh, let me see. Okay, so I got Josh Allen, Derek Henry, and J.K. Dobbins. I need some wide receiver help with this team. I am going to go ahead and uh, get in on another Seahawk who's coming off a really good game. I will go with Tyler Lockett. Um, and by the way, you know Tyler Lockett joins Devontae Adams as the only two receivers with 100 catches, 1,000 yards, and 10-plus touchdowns. So as bad it's unfortunate as he his, did all those in the first 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the last he did him in, in like three in the of, last of, week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I need a I need a tight end and another flex. Is that what we're doing here? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing here. All right. Let me see. I will go with. Um, Pair of Dawson Knox. <laughs> honestly, if I knew what's what's Cole Beasley's health? I mean, you have the bills going as far as you do. I know, but no, I'm not taking Dawson Knox. I was thinking about Cole Beasley. Is he he's week to week back in starting week he's week 16s. to week, and John Brown is back. Mm-hmm. John yeah. Brown just played and looked good. Scored a touchdown. Oh, yeah. man, this is like this is tough. <laughs> At this point, let's just go with uh, potential touchdown upside. I will go with Mike Evans. Mike yeah, Evans, okay. Bastard. <laughs> no Steelers have been drafted yet. That was no Steelers actually, or Browns have been drafted yet. I was going Mike Evans because there's two games out of Mike Evans, so I'll go two games out of. Can you guys guess? He's my boy. I mean, honestly, you should just know. You should be able to put this in by now, Beller. We've done 80 billion shows together. Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Deontay Johnson, no question. About it. <laughs> There you go. Um, Beller one is really just going to go all NFC all day and take Jared Cook. So now it's just all Saints and uh, Packers on this team. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Emmanuel Sanders, Latavius Murray, and now Jared Cook. And then Beller 2. I'm actually sort of hating how this t- Beller 2 team is coming <laughs> together. It's all over the map. Um, but, yeah, it is all over the map. It's not the best path. And, hmm. <laughs> Beller 2 is is debating either getting a really nice game out of Nick Chubb and maybe that being the only game or trying to stack a handful of Zach Moss games together and put him with Stefan Diggs. It's not the worst. It's a better play. Right? I mean, it's... it's uh, uh, we're going to go Nick Chubb with Beller 2. Okay, okay. Jake 2, you are up. Oh, I, I mean, I appreciate the the tight end pick because if the Ravens make a hell of a run, but see you don't have the Ravens, but if the Ravens win more than two and the yeah. Ravens make a heck of a run and somehow upset the chiefs, I, I, even two games, I'll take two games. on Mark Andrews all day long. Thank you very much. You got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will guess I will chase the Zach Moss for a few games <laughs> there as one as my Funston two uh, flex. And, and we already know your last pick and Lamar Jackson getting my first quarterback for Funston two here. Since First you stole Russell Wilson from me a couple rounds ago. <laughs> All go. right, wrap it up for Jake, too, here. It so needs a flex. Flex comes down to crap at running back. I mean, and that includes crap James Conner, <laughs> one game of David Montgomery, mm-hmm. and a lot of other question marks. So, you know what? I'm going to go with the crazy one just to say, you know what? If things go wild, what if the Rams win? Let's do Cam Akers on this team. Cam Akers wrapping it up for Jake 2. Beller 2, unfortunately, still needs a tight end. And guess what? Beller 2's got Chris Godwin and Ronald Jones. So Beller 2 is going to just go full on uh, uh, Bucks. Hope for a upset advancing to the NFC Championship game and take Rob Gronkowski. I almost took Gronkowski as my second flex. 
Oh, how about that? Wow. Are Thank we... you for leaving him for this uh, Buccaneers heavy <laughs> Beller 2 team because now we're looking at a uh, like a Buccaneers Chief Super Bowl could be very good for Beller 2. Beller 1 meanwhile is just all in on the, the AFC the NFC favorites Packers and Saints. There's really no one super interesting to add for either of those teams, so this makes it easy to look on over into the AFC and shoot for some upside, and to me, that is John Brown. So John Brown wraps up Beller 1. So Jake 1 already did this once if the Colts pull up the upset, so uh, not going back there because there's not much left. I'm not really excited about the Titans, but or the Titans, the Colts. Uh, but the Titans is where I was going to go. The Titans do beat the Ravens. This isn't the Ravens team, so I don't have to worry about it. You can get me AJ Brown with two games, potentially more, but at least two. Yeah, AJ Brown. Let's do it. There you go. All right, Funston, bring us home. Oh God, I guess I I got to take the sixth tight end, and that is a barren <laughs> wasteland. But what we might as well just go ahead and go with a Buffalo Bill stack. Josh Allen needs somebody on his team to throw to, so give me Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox, wrap things up. For our playoff fantasy draft, as I said, we'll, we'll throw a link to uh, this spreadsheet into our show notes. So if you want to check it out, uh, you'll be able to check it out. And hopefully the more important thing is it's useful to you as you are going through your own playoff fantasy drafts. Guys, this was fun. We're going to figure something out backstage uh, to to get a little bit of something well, we to finish the into draft this. Then. So we have <laughs> something to read for. Oh, yeah. Well, the, you know, and for everybody we'll out that. there, to answer your question that you asked, Funston, this is the sixth round is where I think that the one and done start to come into play because I think you could have made a case for Montgomery, Robinson, McLaurin, both the mm-hmm. Rams wide receivers. Like these guys are still not drafted. You can make a case for a lot of these guys right now in sixth round. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, definitely true. And I think maybe, maybe could have even pushed my Nick Chubb pick back around and I could have gone with uh, Zach Moss there, something like that. But uh, it's definitely uh, something you have to think about and something you have to weigh as you are going through your playoff fantasy drafts. We're going to wrap things up here uh, just to give you a little uh, programming update. Uh, the three of us will be here every Tuesday through the playoffs. We'll take some time off in February, but we're going to have two shows coming at you, one of these, and then me and Vic Tafer later in the week going over our favorite against the spread and all sorts of bets uh, for the playoff weekend that is coming that week. We're going to sign off for today for Brandon and Jake. I'm Michael Beller. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck in all your playoff fantasy drafts, and we'll talk to you, you all very soon. See you later. Thank you.